Bastard. Hey, yo, calm, calm down about that. All right. Up here, call me a bastard. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, here we go. <laughs> it is WVX Isaac time. That is not what this is. That's called. your boy Isaac, and I'm Black Shock. Rah! Oh, my God. Dude, Giving you the hits from 1980s. Yeah. I wish we had the ability to play those. We do have the ability. I just don't feel like getting flagged for playing it. Facts. Tonight, we're going to start with Poison. Yeah. Bell Biff's bow or the band? We're going to find out when you press play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found out there was two strangers in my house. Oh, uh, shit. One is by, um, well, I already know the one we grew up on. Here's a stranger. That one. And then there was another one by um some country guy. And I actually bought the singles vinyl of it. Because <laughs> I don't know why it appealed to me so much, but I listened to it I was like, I need this as a vinyl. Did he did he lynch the strange star? No, he didn't. Oh Lord. He doesn't treat me like Y'all not gonna flag me if I sing it. Nah. He wouldn't ignore me. He wouldn't ignore me. Cause I'm convinced it's a stranger in your uh, mind. Ronnie Millsap. That's who did the um other version that I was singing. Ronnie Millsap. Yeah. Ronnie one. Millsap is a name you can trust. Ronnie Millsap will fix your fucking car. <laughs> You understand me? I love that name. Yeah. Ronnie Millsap. That's the o- I thought it was a black man. <laughs> you can only find a name like that in a redneck neighborhood. Millsap. Ronnie Millsap. His father owned a mill, his mother shrank sap. <laughs> oh God, that is not what we went for. <laughs> Ronnie Millsap. He wasn't owned by slaves, so we got fit. Millsap had to come from fucking somewhere. Had to. Ronnie Millsap, greatest fucking quarterback who ever lived. Also, Strangers in My House was the point of a song where it's like, dude. You could have gotten your way out of that before she got to the pop quiz where you had to remember stuff. Pop quiz, quiz. Tell, tell me, me where the... my spot is. That was a weird fucking line to learn as a child. Yeah, like, of all the things, you don't remember your You girl's mean spot? to tell me that hoe ruined, <laughs> bring me that tea, baby. That hoe, bring me that goddamn tea. That hoe ruined that Ronnie Millsap song? How no, dare someone disrespect that's the thing Ronnie about Millsap. it. They're two almost similar prem- premises, but they're not the same song. In Ronnie Millsap's version, he believes that his wife is fooling around with someone and the whole song is him asking questions about it. Let me tell you something. So Ronnie, that's why I was like, Ronnie I Millsap, <laughs> who I just found out about five minutes ago, yes. is a goddamn American hero. And to find out that his song got hijacked for some shenanigans like that he is didn't pissing ask, me off. He didn't ask her for a pop quiz so much as he asked questions we would have been asking. Like Facts! He's like, wait, I haven't heard the song, but it doesn't matter because Ronnie Millsap is the greatest fucking American singer to ever live. Okay, what's that guy, Bruce Springsteen? Mm, mm. Oh, wow. He's the boss. Ronnie Millsap owned the country. He's the president. That, that's not how any of this works. We're gonna figure that part out another time. Have you ever heard a name more American than Ronnie Millsap? Uh, Ronnie Millsap is like Captain America's great 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 grandson. <laughs> oh who goodness. doesn't who doesn't support gay rights? Oh, wow, that's <laughs> openly weird. I hope it's not a Google search I have to make. It's Ronnie Millsap. Oh, a, a guy man. named Millsap is not accepting of all cultures. This for all anyone started. listening to this name Millsap, I am completely I'm joking. Sorry, you had to hear all this. I, I am completely <laughs> joking. Um, your support for the the, the same gender loving movement is um, extremely appreciated. Yeah, Thank just you. Just don't be gay about it. My, uh, back on <laughs> Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to finding vision. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe Isaac it. and Black Chakra here. Man, man, finding out the real questions of how do you, how do you feel now knowing that you did you can't take credit for the for the origin of your daughter's name? 
Oh, that is. It, it lines up more than you think. <laughs> so it's crazy. So I have a daughter named Layla. In case you don't know, her name's Layla. And there is an Eric Clapton song called Layla. I have only ever listened to the first half. I've heard the second half. Isaac just reminded me. No, you've only listened to the second half. The first half actually has lyrics. Yeah, yeah, that's the what I'm saying. The second half we only listened to through Goodfellas. I'm a fan of the acoustic version. Yeah. So, I, so I've so i only heard the the rock full version like five times. Yeah. Not realizing I've heard it a hundred times because the instrumental that plays throughout Goodfellas is Layla. Yes. Had no idea. Girl, if you don't bring me that goddamn tea. <laughs> Please. I love you. I'm thirsting. I bought you chicken. This is now recorded. This is going on the episode. Bring me the tea, please. I love you, Olivia. I wish I had thunder. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It's God gunshots damn. and applause. Let me gunshots and applause is all we've ever needed. Let me tell you something. Smack built a reputable battle rap brand off of gunshots and applause. Oh I didn't, my god! You should have been told me we had gunshots and applause. I'd have been. We'd have, what? I'm still trying to figure out if most of these buttons work now. <laughs> Thank you for the tea, baby. The fact that that's a chapter this in this chicken. episode. Take this chicken. Got this chicken. This this sounds like it should have been a skit on one of your albums. <laughs> it will be anyway. Um, so, so before we get into me and albums and anything, all right, yeah. all right, all right. So yes, Loki. Yes. Season two. Yes. Love it. Okay, now, what do you love about it? You love its um, complex entities about time and the quantum universe? No, no, there's an animated clock that wants to suck uh, Kang's dick. And it is the most... Jonathan Majors is so hot that they have now animated a character that wants to no, suck his Jonathan dick. No, Jonathan Majors is so hot, an inanimate quantum entity wants to fillet him. Yo, at first it was like subtle. And I was watching. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. At first, it was subtle. Well, she was just getting mad when he would talk to the other girl and shit. And I was talking to my stepson. Like actual people. And I was talking to my stepson. Yes, I say these things to my stepson. I was like, yo, that clock wants to fuck him. And he's just looking at me like a weird. And then the clock's like, why you never made me into a girl? He's like, oh my God. I said, I told you that clock wants that Kang dick. And it's crazy as shit. Oh my goodness. Everybody wants a black Kang. So I found that really great. Um, there's a lot of like, uh, what do you call it when you're like into anime or into animated porn? Ostracized. Hentai, ostracized, sick. <laughs> um, interesting. Look, they kept me away, even though I didn't want them around when I was watching it. So it was a double-edged sword that only Tentacle porn. Anyway. Oh, um, yeah. That, that, that subset. This new, this new thing that y'all have introduced, I just want y'all to know that this is the end of everything. You have now introduced TikTokical porn. How many people thought about fucking an animated clock before this? Do not answer that. Do okay, not answer okay, that. Okay, good, because I don't think I've ever found the clock sexy. Man, you ain't ever looked at Big Ben. Anyway, my point being. I mean, I'd have inside of Big now, Ben. Now, you, you, you got to understand. Mouse detective. Nerds are nerds, bro. There are niggas who wonder. Like, they put a joke in uh, No Way Home where they're like, does it come out of every hole? Because people are still. There are people on the internet who are like, does the web come out of his dick? Yeah. There's a thing. There's a people who want to know if the thing has a rock dick too. Just read Rich's dick stretch. I know what you're thinking. How do you know all these the things? The answer is yes. It's just Marvel will refuse to make it canon in their universe. Facts. Some things are better left unsaid. Even if Reed Richards would make it canon. Anyway. That I thing. feel like it in the next the Fantastic Four for the actual. And I'm actually looking forward to that because it'll be the first movie Marvel gets to make. 
And I know that joke's got to be in there. The greatest stretch that I've ever ha! seen. <laughs> Fantastic Four, folks, coming soon in Phase Six. Um, the, the greatest, greatest stretch, stretch I've ever seen. The greatest stretch I've ever seen. Reed Richards' accomplice was when he was like, "Want black bolts can kill you with the word." It's like you idiot. Anyway, why sorry. would you tell this man's powers um, to a person that's just? Dicking through reality. Um, minute porn aside, mm. um, I really am enjoying the show. I did not enjoy Jonathan Major's performance on that episode. And this is what y'all keep saying to me. He's playing different versions of the same character. That don't mean they have to be ass. different versions of characters. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I even thought Ant-Man was too much. But he was like, I want the world. I was like, what? Are you? Don't do villain voice. Yeah. Don't do villain voice. Now, granted, I don't want you motherfuckers going back to doing Joker voice. Because there was a whole lot of... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That era of that everybody... That subset of everyone wanting to laugh awkwardly but not knowing the reason why. Yes, like, we get it. Heath Ledger was amazing. Dark Knight is my favorite movie. Shut the fuck up. I can show you this whole movie. It's called Give Him Hell Malone. And it's mm. the villain on there. He, it's like it's like, it's like, it's like low-funded Dick Tracy. Um, that's what it is. It's like badly-funded Dick Tracy. Oh, my God. And there's this character. He's, like, burnt all over. He's like... God, you know why I love matches? I was like, oh, um, my God. I don't know if matches love you the same way. I'm like, yo, please, no, don't do this. So anyway, that being said, ugh, 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 yeah. terrible time. So that I'm being gonna said. I'm going to need people to stop phoning in Joker on Tubi. Yes, please. Please, God, stop. So um, I'm happy we're not doing Joker Force no more. Really, I am. Yeah. Um, proud of that. Uh, however, I do not want um, villain voice. You know what I like about Thanos? Thanos sound like a Midwestern guy. Thanos was an intergalactic bumpkin. Facts. That got his wish. That nigga said, you know what? It'd be nice if half the universe shut the fuck up long enough. He didn't enough. even care if he was one of them. Facts. And that made him mad. Because he was okay with it. I want the universe to shut the fuck up long enough for me to make this potato soup. Because think about what he did at the end of Infinity War. He sat on some shack. A fucking shack. And just sat there. It was like... Like, I done good. And then they roll credits. And then we had to wait a year for my, them to go through five years. My of, nigga Thanos end the movie sitting on his porch. If you ain't ever on seen. On a porch. I don't even know if it was legit his or he just. What if what if we what if after the credits we don't see that somebody comes out their door like, who the fuck are you? He just kills somebody. That, Yo, Thanos, bro. Goat. Yo, goat level. Anyway. Goat level. So, no. But I am enjoying Loki. The episodes. Of, I'm, there's only three episodes out at this time that you're hearing. Yeah, it. at the time of the uh, recording. Um, but it's really good, and the writing is great. The acting is great. I'm really enjoying the episode by episode. They're doing a great job of building the world. Um, it confused the hell out of me trying to go through time in, like, the first episode. I was like, I, I'm not even going to pretend to keep track about this. I'm oh, going to just wait for the That was crazy parts. as fuck. But what I'm liking is that they're embracing the crazy as fuck. I'm glad this that is they don't like, have an um, explanation, to be this honest. Is, this, is, this is really, if you want to get I'm just going to keep it as fuck. This is really, like, fan fiction. Of like getting Tom Hiddleston to play Doctor Who. That's all this is. Um, it's just that is a very expensive fan fiction. That it is. And that's exactly what they just this got, can be for they, this season. They got Owen Wilson as his companion. Doctor. Oh God, it is. They got Owen Wilson as his companion. It's just like Tom Hiddleston, Doctor Who. So that makes is, Kang the master. Huh. I think I broke him. But yeah. Damn. That would make Kang the master. One. I just want to say. I'm impressed by your Doctor Who reference. Absolutely. First of all, highly impressed. 
to I stayed up many the, a night on the, PBS. the accuracy, the accuracy. Yes. Yes, he would. Yes. be he would be the master. Damn sure wow. Garlic. That would have been up Ultron's alley. So, so now, um, I just want y'all to know a whole episode will be dedicated to discussing Kang as the master, but not today. Not so today. yeah, uh, Loki season two. Do I have faith in the MCU again? No, absolutely not. Um, I no. think I have faith in Disney Plus more than the MCU because I think Echo comes out this November or December. You gonna do that to yourself? I am because if it's, I mean, Hawkeye gave us a Christmassy type feel for me to give Echo a try. I did like Hawkeye. I'm I, like one of the only three people on Earth who did. But I thoroughly enjoyed Hawkeye. I thought it was a great show. The emotional beats were the emotional beats. Absolutely. I think if it was a character that wasn't Hawkeye, a.k.a. someone that people gave more of a fuck about, it'd be a bigger show. I liked it. It would always be a bigger show when you care more about the character. Let's be real. Like, the only reason She-Hulk was pretty much airing out her dirty laundry is because they took more of the parody side as opposed to her actually being a hero in the series. If they had actually like done the hero side and then like like little parts of it could have been like her reading off to the panel, but they kind of tried to pull what Deadpool did, even though they were only using the Deadpool that we know now in the comics instead of just the Merc with a mouth. Fact. They overdid it a bit. They overdid it, but it worked for Deadpool because of the Fact. actor they got to play Deadpool. So that's why they could overly Deadpool Deadpool. But when it came to She Hulk, it was like they read off of their own paper, but it was like done in a different course. So they was like, oh, we could just do all this. No, now I got to go talk to the AI of Disney. And all I really wanted to do was smash Daredevil again, which to be fair, we called it here. We did not have any spoilers. We did not know that is one of the accomplishments I am proud of for this show. We predicted that Daredevil and She-Hulk smashed. And it wasn't like just talked about. No, 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 no. They it, went back home. They went back home. He did the and walk it, of shame. And he, he blind fucked her. He, he, he's, I, he's never really in the he, dark. He, he said world on fire. <laughs> uh, that's why he's going to be born again. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. So. Baptismal by gamma radiation. Count. thing we were discussing before we started doing the thing. When I say the thing, I mean the podcast, because yeah. I realize I'm talking to people We now. don't really need to go back about things, Joe. I am talking to... Anyway, so me and Isaac were discussing something very interesting. So, if it, for those who don't know, um, we're a nerd podcast. We talk Quite about a bit. Quite a bit. Um, we were discussing that the originally, if y'all didn't know, for years... I mean, I remember, I remember being a kid and hearing them talk about it in the 90s. Tom Cruise playing Iron Man. That... That was a time in the 90s it could have happened. Facts. And to the point where I was, I, for a large part of my life, if now, if you've seen online where people are like, Tom Cruise is Iron Man, and y'all been like, why? It's like, because that was once a thing that was discussed. To a point where bef- up until oh, 2007, when the fucking trailer dropped, I was completely ready and prepared. For Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Exactly. My whole life. Uh, up until 2008. Um that, and, and for some reason, that led to, I didn't mean to cut you off, um, that also led to like a bunch of pictures coming out with people who started casting what their MCU would be if, t- like, around Tom Cruise being there. So they had an 80s version list and they had a 90s version list. Some of them were on the same damn list. Facts. Like, like if we had, like, Eddie Murphy as, um, I would say Falcon or something. Oh, that'd I wouldn't, be crazy. Like, they had that's me, that's Wesley me. Snipes as Blade. <laughs> I mean, not Blade. Um, Black Panther, but he was Blade. He, he was supposed to be. He paid Blade because 
they were supposed to make a Black Panther movie, and then they canceled it. Yeah. And they said, we still got to do something with him because he was signed on. He's still... All we got is these vampires. What else do we have in the Marvel Universe that uses vampires? We're going to fight Dracula? We're going to make him... Um, are we going to make him Morbius? I, like, I would love to see Eddie Murphy as Falcon. That's me. That's me. I'm Captain America's boy. That's me. They, they, like, he, said, he said, hey, Falcon, when you come here, you tell him that you're Captain America's boy. I'm, I said, that's me. I'm Captain America's boy. <laughs> that would have been a great fucking movie. Um, I, I just stole these wings. I don't have powers. <laughs> what do you mean I'm jumping out of the plane? You got the wings, don't you? I just got these wings. <laughs> I just got these wings. I put them on my back. I put them on my back. So you said, you said. <laughs> hey, no. Hey, hey, hey. I, I was all cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger's head red. Hulk Hogan as um, Hulk Hogan, you hilarious. I mean, Drax is Hulk yeah. Hogan. Hulk Hogan is Drax. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Thanos. The nineties is concluded. Yo, that, yo, Thanos, Thanos Schwarzenegger <laughs> is its own set of lines. Facts. I've come to get the universe. Yeah. he'll take one. He'll take one stone, put it in the glove. I'll be back, and then disappear through the portal. Oh, it'd have been great. The nineties. Oh my God. Thanos. Thanos Schwarzenegger would have definitely attacked a helicopter at some point. Thanos Schwarzenegger would have definitely attacked a fucking helicopter. That is down. Snap. <laughs> but the but not realizing the gravity of the Marvel universe that we would have got would have received if Tom Cruise played Iron Man as opposed to Robert Downey Jr. reliving his life the best possible yeah, way. Yeah, I think this is the because uh... that's two different spectrums, like. They died. This is a variant that we will never see. You got to understand, me and Isaac were talking about this as well. Like, Iron Man, Tony Stark specifically, is Robert Downey. Not in the sense that Robert Downey's just been playing him for so long. No. It's just like it's... Robert Downey's father was a director. Him and his father had a kind of a jaded relationship. So he was picked to be uh, Hollywood's next golden boy when he was younger. He had a rocky-ass youth in his early 20s and shit with drugs and all kinds of crazy shit. Like, before we had Ezra Miller, we had Robert Downey. Yeah, now, Robert Downey. Apparently, went, Robert Downey did that better than DC as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he wasn't choking chicks and having sex cults, but he was no. doing a lot of fucking cocaine. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Iron Man could have easily been Snowman, and no one would have noticed the difference. But that being said, so when you know, for us who knew, because it was it wasn't a secret, many of us who were movie fans knew like Iron or Robert Downey's like checkered past and crazy ass history. When he came into playing Iron Man, so when you're watching him play Iron Man, it's kind of just twofold if you're a fan of Robert Downey because you're like, yo, this is Robert Downey. Yeah. Which is kind of why it's like Tom Cruise, and this is out of Isaac's mouth, Tom Cruise is the perfect comic book casting. For He's Iron everything Man. that you think Iron Man is. If you look at the comics and you actually go through, like, like before they, like, retconned him to be similar to the Tony Stark that we got, in the movies, like if you go, let's go with the '90s Iron Man TV show, the the '90s Iron Man um, animated series that uh, was on Fox and other um, syndications. That Tony Stark could be played by Tom Cruise easily, easily. Did you see why? Like, I'm glad you brought up that cartoon. If y'all had watched that cartoon when we did in the '90s, it was so easy to buy Tom Cruise playing that guy. Absolutely. Like, you can watch it wherever you're going to watch it. I'm pretty sure you can access that sooner. I think you can watch that on Disney+. Plus. Let me double yep. check. Yep. Him and Ethan Hunt, no different. Oh, so, um, that being said, um, that being said, um, it was it was an interesting thing. So, the first thing I want to talk about when we talk about, like, this universe, because that's what we're talking about, a universe where Tom Cruise 
plays Iron Man, it doesn't just change the MCU. Yep, it's on Disney Plus. It changes the course of movie history. So one thing you gotta know about Tom Cruise: Tom Cruise is a fucking animal, and I don't just mean in stunts and shit like that. Tom Cruise is very demanding. If y'all ever see that Mummy movie from like 2010s, which when they were trying to reboot the Universal Monsters, yeah, that was a terrible thing to do. Um, not they, reboot the they, Universal Monster, just that movie. Um, to be fair, to be fair, I wish they had follow through. Ah, uh, they put too many Easter eggs in that movie for them uh, to follow through. Okay. Pausing the Tom Cruise thing just for All one right, second. Just for one second. Um, this is a very interesting thing. I'm glad you. Okay. Cool. I feel like they could have gotten better if they had just believed. Yeah. In yeah. I wouldn't have started with the mummy. I mean, technically. You should have started with Frankenstein's monster. Technically, their start was a Dracula untold story. The, that was originally. Where did they fall off from that? Uh, well, that it, was like their Captain America, the first vampire. I mean, but that's that was essentially the problem. Cause I was, cause I enjoyed the movie, and most people I know enjoyed the movie. I, matter of yeah. fact, I had not met someone who didn't like the movie. So, I'm talking to people about like, why do you think critics gave it such a low score? So I, I, you know, I go on my YouTube channel and shit like that. And um, there was this one YouTuber. She does reviews horror movies. And she's like, so a lot of people really like this film. So a lot of people have been hitting me up like, why has this film gotten such a negative reaction? And she was like, well, you have to understand. Dracula is a real person. He is, to the Romanians, one of the worst figures in history. He killed hundreds of people and destroyed whole lineages. So to see a movie where he's exalted as a hero, it's one thing when he's the monster in all these movies. That makes sense. Yeah. But when he's exalted as a hero, she was like, imagine a Hitler origins. And she's like, that's what you got. You got this man who's responsible for mass murder and people in the theater are cheering him. And the Romanians are just watching this fucking movie like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So like, I get that. That would like that would like be having Jeffrey Dahmer in the A team. Facts. Um, don't they already have Hannibal? Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the NBC series was low key slept on and deserved better. I love it when your body comes together. Uh, <laughs> that movie hungry? that came out in the where's 2010s, Baruchus? That movie he came out in the 2010s wasn't bad. That got a lot of bad press for no reason. Bradley Cooper. Well, um, Hannibal. Uh, um. No, um, um, the A-team. Oh, the A-team one. It got bad press for no reason because I think it was around the time they were just remaking stuff. Yeah, it was a really good movie. I, I, I remember buying it, and I was like, I love this. This is a solid action film. Anyway, so Tom Cruise on, on that Mummy movie, he was very demanding. He was very, like, that's why the movie came out ass because Tom Cruise saw an ass script, and instead of, like, not doing the movie, he said, I'm Tom Cruise. I'm no, gonna fix it. Tom Cruise is not the one that like turns the script down so much as he's gonna make sure whatever role he's gotta do, mm-hmm. it's gonna get done. Facts. It's not his job to review the script. Like, how fast am I running? Which way am I looking? Who the fuck is supposed to be here? Like the ending. How many times do I get to punch Kurt Russell? He gets the <laughs> I mean, that's not Kurt Russell. <laughs> when he gets all the powers. Uh, Russell Crowe, you stupid as shit. I hate you. Um, he gets the powers of the mummy. That was all him and shit like that. Of so course. I'm thinking that Tom Cruise, because especially in 2008, because if they wanted him to start the MCU, one, they'd had to spend money they didn't have to get him. So he'd he'd have demanded so many things. Yes. And he just came off a very successful Mission Impossible three. I don't know if y'all noticed, Mission Impossible one is a classic. Mission Impossible two has great action set pieces, but it's not a great movie. Mission Impossible three put the series back on track. Absolutely. Kind of how like. Uh, Fast Five put the series back on track. 
Fast one, cool. Fast two, some people liked it. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift, Drift, they definitely drifted. Yeah, I, it's weird. Tokyo Drift to me is like, I, it's like, you, there's people who love it, there's people who hate it. There's it no was like the Fast and Furious summer movie. Yes, it was Fast and the Furious Karate Kid. Um, Essentially. Not not the first I, one, the third one. I loved it, but a lot of people didn't. That fourth one, skip it. But Fast Five. Yeah, because the fourth one was when they introduced The Rock, right? No, no, Fast Five is when they introduced The Rock. Okay, so the fourth one was... Exactly. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> see how see how vividly we can describe the first one is Point Break with... The, the first one is Point Break with Cars. The yeah. second one is, hey, what the fuck is Tyrese doing here? The third one is Karate Kid with Cars. The fourth one, blank. The fifth one, oh, look, it's The Rock. Then the sixth one is Ocean's Eleven featuring The Rock. Yep. Okay, good. I'm back on track. The seventh is when did the transporter get mixed into this shit? <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck is if anyone's getting caught by this man, have you seen what he did in his universe? Exactly. So all I think how we all is... just acknowledge that it is the transporter. Oh, definitely. We were like Hobbs and Shaw. No, it's Hobbs and the transporter. We was like, that is the transporter, and you do not tell me differently. So At any- all. So anyway, um, so taking that into account, that Come one on now, Jason Statham in another car movie where he can fight. No, it's definitely transport. I don't think they they didn't they didn't have no money, but they didn't have the most money. So to get Tom Cruise, which would have been expensive as fuck, especially in two thousand eight, coming off the success of MI three, I truly believe. I feel like they would have found the money. They would have found the money. They would have found the money, but to help accommodate, he'd have brought his own director. But John Favreau does not. It's not that John Favreau's a bad director. Tom Cruise don't work with him. Tom Cruise has he, never worked with him. He trusts certain people. I feel like. Just like what we said before we started, if they went down the road of dropping the exact same movies, but differently because the tone is different, they would have ended up working with each other on the third Iron Man. Oh, absolutely. John and the Favre, Mandarin would have actually been in the The Mandarin would have happened. He would have been in the second one. The Mandarin would have fucking happened. He'd it would have happened. He wouldn't have, I'll tell you what would happen. This is what's going to happen. They would look at the landscape because this is what Tom Cruise would have done. Because Tom Cruise, I know the man. Justin Hammer should have been the first villain in the first movie. Tom Cruise That's what should have definitely wants a hyper-realistic film, especially since this happens after Batman Begins. He wants a hyper-realistic film. Oh. The, the suit's going to be still the suit. Uh, the, the shit's going to still happen. Yeah. But this shit is going to be dark as fuck. The second one's going to have the Mandarin, and they're going to play it like Dark Knight. They're going to be like, oh, Mandarin's going to be this vicious Joker-like villain and shit like that. No. The whole MCU is darker. The third one is going to be, I'm going to probably take this from one of the episodes of Iron Man where um, Justin Hammer or somebody leaks um, Tony Stark's um, blueprints online, and since he doesn't, and since he didn't like register the patents for them, he can't sue them. So there's like a whole bunch of bootleg suits coming out, like similar to what they were trying to do in the second Iron Man, but better. Yeah, because it's actually like like niche suits coming out, and then like the more he finds more of his product, the more he starts finding out the Mandarin or somebody else is also behind that shit. But they gonna so, Mandarin so. and Hammer, like we already got them. They're not gonna die like they do in every other Marvel movie. Facts. They'll actually be captured. Now, because that would make sense for the Mandarin. I want, I want you to know this. Third one. Tom Cruise being put up there. There, I, I have it because remember they made that much money with Robert Downey, and Robert Downey wasn't a bankable star at the time. Oh yeah. It got to you. Got to remember at the time, Terrence Howard made more to be an Iron Man than Robert Downey did. And he, he took that money and left. Facts. So. Once they got that money that Tom Cruise would have brought in, uh, guaranteed billion. Guaranteed uh, billion. Like, like fine Same enough, graphics, guaranteed billion. I bet you, like, the Avengers would have been, like, a totally different time. Oh, yeah, because cause this is what happens. This is what happens. You're addicted now. Now you're addicted to the fact that you have a recognizable star that is bankable. So you don't hire people like Chris Hemsworth to play fucking Thor now. 
who do you hire for Thor if we get Tom Cruise as Iron Man? Probably Brad Pitt. Yo, Brad Pitt being Odin's son, I could see him bulking up for that movie. I mean, as bulk as he could get. As bulk as he could get, but it would still be sellable because there are different uniforms that man could wear. Also, help me. Okay, let's go to the 2000s. Let's go to the 2000s. Who yes. are the bankable big stars of the 2000s? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know Christoph Waltz is in there somewhere in mm. the MCU as a villain for certain. Most definitely. Most certainly. Like, now that you've said that out loud, it's kind of crazy certainly. to me that that hasn't happened. I mean, I thought he was going to be um, what's-his-face during uh, in any of the Captain America movies. He could have played anybody. He could have played anybody. He could have been, been anybody in Hydra. He, he's literally he, I built thought he it. was going to be like Red Skull. That would have been perfect. That would have been. Not that, not that my man didn't do his job. My man did his fucking job. Uh, Agent, Agent Smith. Oh, man. Why don't Hugo Weaving? So let's see. See, I do um, know your name. I'm respectful. I know your name. Heath Ledger could probably be dead. He's still dead. No, because if we're talking about early 2000s, remember he passed in 2008. That's and true. And that was and Dark Knight Rises is not out yet. So if anything, I could see him being Winter Soldier or Star Lord. Mm, Heath Ledger, Winter Soldier. I want it. Heath Ledger, Winter Soldier. Heath Ledger, Winter Soldier. I want it. Jake Gyllenhaal would be with the Star Jammer. Goddamn Star Jammers. Because that would have been the movie Marvel took a risk on. If they didn't do Guardians, what's the next out there space movie they could do that would also kind of tie into X-Men because you know right there they're going to get X-Men back. The off that Tom Cruise God damn Star Jammers. God, 2016 Star Jammers. Fucking we missed out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Angelina Jolie would probably be their Black Widow. Absolutely. Yes. Comic book accurate Black Widow. Like she would... Yeah, she would definitely have that. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm just looking at just um, – let's see. Charlize Theron would be Silver Sable because she kind of also um, pitched that to me in that other movie she was in where she had silver hair and she was an assassin of some sort. Oh, you talking about Atomic Blonde? Oh, yeah. Fire. That was just Silver Fire. Sable outside of Marvel's purview. Fire. Let's see. Um... Yo, it's crazy how even the characters change depending on Tom Cruise's casting. The MCU is much darker, and the whole the whole Sandra Bullock would be in Shield. Absolutely, the war between MCU and DC would be so different because it's like DC wouldn't have to lose their tone. People wouldn't be like, "Oh, this is much lighter than this." It's like Denzel no. Washington in Wakanda as the um, the first Black Panther that passes the mantle down. Oh yeah, yeah, that happened. Yes. That happened. That is definitely happening. So popular, passing the mantle popular down. as fuck black actor. Because they're played. still going to throw all the money on Black Panther. They're not cheaping out on it. Facts. So, I don't know who's the most popular black actor. I mean, they're still not going to make it till 2018, so I guess it would be the exact same movie. It would probably be the exact same movie. By then, I think they'd be willing to take I a I feel chance. like they would keep the same casting that we already have, but I feel like Denzel would still be in there, too. Yes. Yes. They would just, they would just hit Denzel in there a bit like sooner, like in one of the Captain... Who would be Captain America? Would it be Leo or would it be? Let's see. I don't want to say Christian Bale because I I love him as Batman. I love him as Batman. Who would be America? Ronnie Millsap. No. Ronnie Millsap is in his fifties. At this who time. is more America than Ronnie Millsap? Wait, Matt Damon. 
Matt Damon could be Captain, Captain America. America. Matt Damon is Captain America. You know, let me see if they even made art of that real quick. Oh, my God. I, I mean, Winter Soldier movie would have just been a The born identity with powers. Wow. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Oh, my God. Daniel Craig. Okay, there's just some Daniel Craig stuff. is totally playing Thanos. Yo, there's just, some, there's just some cut and paste over it, but Matt Damon is Captain America would fit. Look at this photo. Look at it. Look at it. It would fit Damn. so well. Daniel Craig is playing Thanos. Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig, it was, it was Bond around the late 2000s. Oh, they'd love him as Thanos. You know what? Since we're getting like the alternate version Iron Man, and I'm and I'm going to just put this out there, and maybe only a few people would ever get this reference, but um, um, John Carl Esposito has to play Agent Gabriel, and that ties into the Hulk story. Oh, that's great. Because Agent Gabriel works for S.H.I.E.L.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. is also making their deals with the Pentagon to also take down the Hulk as well. You know what? In this universe, Edward Norton stays the Hulk. Good. Let him. But they don't go for black Nick Fury. To white Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. We we, we get Bruce Willis as Nick Fury. That's totally what happens in this universe. Yo. Either Bruce Willis or... Or, um... (laughs) David Hasselhoff goes back to his Nick Fury. Bro, if they brought David Hasselhoff Nick Fury, listen. He was the first live action Nick Fury. There is a special place in my in my heart of hearts which doesn't exist. But there is a special place in my heart for uh Nick Fury played by David Hasselhoff. You understand me? Bruce Willis could definitely play a Nick Fury character as well. I feel like if let's see. I think Russell Crowe would probably be um um, Thunderbolt Ross. Oh yeah, yeah. Early two thousands Russell Crowe. Definitely. Easily, easily, easily. Man, who's cast? Hillary Swank would be Betty Ross. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm. Yeah. Chris Nolan is probably in on this MCU. He might. He he could be. Chris Nolan is probably in on this MCU. Yep. Um, I I I got Chris Nolan directing Thor. Okay. That is, of, of course, Michael Caine is now Odin. Oh, God. Michael Caine is Odin? Your, All right, then, your hammer. You know what? We'll switch it. We'll have him as Odin, and then we'll have Anthony Hopkins as Alfred. Yes. And yes. that would still slap. Your your hammer. Your your hammer got, got to you because cause you're, you're supposed to be a bloke who cares about the universe, <laughs> but you don't. Oh, so give it to me. I, I, I want the powers of Thor. I, you're not worthy. Oh, God. They don't take a chance on people like Tom Hiddleston and Tom Cruise's fucking, uh... I feel like they would. Once the money starts flowing in, that's when you start taking those chances. I feel That's like, when you start buying I those ideas like, back. I feel like in Tom Cruise's MCU... What, Leonardo DiCaprio's gonna be Loki? No, David Tennant. Yes. Yes to the Purple Man. Yes to Doctor Who. Yes to that other movie I saw. <laughs> David Tennant. It's David so Loki as Loki would work so well on another Doctor Who reference in this episode. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, y'all didn't know we were Doctor Who fans, did you? You find out today. I think they're gonna have their first black Doctor Who soon. Yep, but first they brought David Tennant back. Just enough to get us cushioned for the black one. They was like, listen, listen. Now, okay, okay, off of. Uh, Tom Cruise's MCU. 
Um, I don't know how I feel about Black Doctor Who. Like, I'm with it because Black um, everything. But also... Black Doctor Who is definitely, if written properly, that dude could go places the white Doctor Who didn't. But it's also like, nigga, you are still black. I mean, they gave us a black Doctor Who before they gave us black 007. I mean, they kind of gave us black well, 007. Well, what's more? What's more? What's but more? They didn't. What makes more sense to you? A black man who can travel to any time in history? Or um, a black man who can travel anywhere in the country as a secret agent? Because, like, one of the things we have to acknowledge about James Bond, and this is what I was talking to somebody when they was like, they're going to make James Bond black. And I was like, the problem is... He's not going to be able to travel. Yeah, he's not going to be able to go to Russia and blend in. He's black. Like, he's, like, definitely. Like, I didn't want to call it that way, but... Yeah. Like, I mean, if all his movies take place Africa, America, England, or Brazil... Black man just Jamaica, yeah. I, down white women, they'll never allow that. I, yeah, but like the moment he's got to go, I mean, and I mean, it's a European character, so he is famous for you know movies in different parts of Europe. You don't, you can't hide him in Germany. You can't. That's the thing. Bond is a white man, and in this, we have to accept that the world is built off white privilege and a white understanding that white people yeah. go everywhere and just blend. There are white people in Africa, and it's not a weird thing to people because it's just like yeah, white people colonize everything, so. Just like Black Bond to me, I love the idea of it, but it's also like, where can you go, nigga? Like, yo, bro, the moment you show up, yeah, you're clearly James I Bond. I feel like because you're the black, you're the only black person who has enough money to get into this party. To be fair, to be fair, we we don't really need a black secret secret agent so long as Men in Black the series existed. Oh man, because we got a black secret agent in that show and a couple other shows, but mainly like having Bond, let, let Bond be white. Facts. Like, his stories are white, and I feel like they be trying to... For try all to... that energy y'all putting into Black Bond, can we just get a better Shaft movie and extend his <laughs> universe? <laughs> we could just, we, we, we'll, we'll just prefer a better Shaft. We took Shaft to Africa before y'all even knew about him. Facts. Facts. Um, And that's no shade. I just want to show respect. That's no, no shade Samuel no, Jackson. Uh, no Samuel shade. Jackson did a great job, but it's like, by the time he the played first it, time, yes. the first time, yeah. The second time, it's just like, they just kind of dug chaps up out of nowhere. Yeah, it was like, what is this? They was like, well, we've had the rights to this, so we might as well use it. You've been sitting on the rights to this. There's a difference. Fact. But I, that's what I want. I want Shaft in 2023, and I want him cool again. And so I does Miss Minutes. <laughs> Good old-fashioned callbacks. Only on where the fuck is it? That goddamn clock. That clock wants to clock that nigga's clean. She wants to. She wants to suck his kang out of him. Wants to tick the tocks. That clock is a freak. Oh, bottom a minute. A clock ever send you news? Anyway, um, sorry. Why is this Missy Elliott song in her data? Get your get your tick on. Anyway, um, yo, get your tick on. I just found how fucking disgusting that's. I was thinking one minute, man. Um, so the other thing, I think. Okay, have you watched? Uh, Fall of the House of Usher. I just started. Man, so look, I I genuinely don't know. I don't. Um, I'm an Edgar Allan Poe fan. Yeah, yeah, you're a poet. You like Edgar Allan Poe? Yes. Uh, You know how many times I had to tell people it wasn't that Usher. Oh my god. Oh my god. I. Oh my god. And the only reason I know it wasn't that Usher is because The Simpsons made a joke about that when buildings fall down. It's like man has always loved their buildings, but what if the building 
set no more. And then they're like the last main building that blew up was the House of Usher. <laughs> I was like, yo, that is a very deep cut to put in the Simpsons show. Pause this fall of Usher conversation. The Simpsons is good again. What? I watched that last season that just got put on Disney Plus. Oh. Um, oh my God. And there's season before that, there's this like episode where like it's like a two parter where Ned Flanders finds like all this money and he just like gives it to the church and then it belongs to this mafia. This shit ain't funny. That shit is real as fuck. Yo. The treat season thirty four treason of Treehouse of Horror. I was gonna say season thirty four treason. Oh, I gotta watch this. Season thirty four Treehouse of Horror might be the greatest Treehouse of Horror I've ever seen in my fucking life. Really? The the first part of it, um, is they do the Babadook. Oh. And yeah. it actually gets kind of scary for like three seconds. I was like, oh, look at y'all getting scary again. The second they did Death Note and they changed the animation. They went full anime. They drew all the characters like anime characters. I was like, this is might be the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And then the third one they did Westworld. And oh. there's like so it's like Simpson World. So there's yeah. like a thousand references. From older seasons, other episodes, it's incredible. It's I, I was like, I oh. definitely will have to. Simpsons is fucking great that. again. Anyway, um, I won't say great again. I'll say good again. It's really good. Though. We'll say good again because great again. It, it was a minute. So, uh, I'm Edgar Allan Poe fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm a poet in Baltimore, and I like Edgar Allan Poe. You you got something against it? You know, your mother's a whore. Um, other than that, uh, the so so it, never more. Um, I was the, gonna say move those chains. The, it was the score was thirty eight to six today. Good God. Anyway, um. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. I'm not a sports podcast. Um, no. Yo, Mike Flanagan, who made the show, he also made the uh, house, uh, the haunting of Hill House. He made Haunted the Bly Manor. He made uh, Midnight Mass, which is he like. He loves houses. He loves houses, apparently. <laughs> he loves houses. I'm telling you about this horror auteur who has given us great things, and the first fucking thing that comes out of your mouth is he loves houses. <laughs> he loves houses. Look. Look. <laughs> he loves, loves houses. houses. What would Ronnie Millsap think of you? Oh, my God. You don't even know his name. <laughs> I don't need to know him. When I hear the name Ronnie Millsap, I have all the faith that this is an American I can fucking oh trust. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, but you got on me about saying he loves houses. <laughs> he loves houses. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a serious moment on this fucking podcast. You were trying to have a serious. I'm moment. trying to have a serious fucking moment. He's been doing this for a year. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And talk about this amazing Harvard show and shit for Halloween is. And you don't worry, we got a Halloween recommendation on, on Ronnie Millsap's internet. Oh my god, you <laughs> just found out this thing is existed. You really gonna disrespect any fucking way? Shout out to you, Mike Flanagan. So his shows are amazing. I haven't, I haven't. There's certain lines that yo, Midnight Mass is amazing. If you've never watched Midnight Mass, go watch it. It's like I don't want to spoil it for nobody. Fuck y'all, I'll spoil it. It's been on, it's been on Netflix for three years now. It's like Salem's Lot. But with better writing. Oh, what? Yeah, um, I said that, and Stephen King's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. So I just want you to know that. Midnight Mass, incredible. He also directed uh, Oculus, Hush, and Doctor Sleep. Ooh. Mike Flanagan. So for me, I, you know, I'm a I'm an Edgar Poe fan. So when I saw Fall of the House of Usher, this is a relatively short story. So I said, damn, how you want to extend this to like eight episodes? This nigga took 
multiple, multiple Edgar Allan Poe stories and put them together as episodes. Every episode is named after a different one. And and as you know, the fall of the House of Usher, all the, 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 the kids of Usher die, and he has them all die in the way of Edgar Allan Poe shit. Oh, my God. It's amazing. The Annabelle Lee has worked throughout the series uh, as a character and as a poem. I just went to look up the um, titles because I just told you I only started on a midnight dreary. Yeah. Like, oh. Once upon a midnight dreary, I sat and pondered weak and weird. That shit is amazing. Oh, my God. Fall of the House of Usher. Um, yeah, Mike Flanagan has done something for horror. He has turned horror into high art. Um, I think that's rare to do. I think the eighties. I'm 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 gonna do a little horror thing real quick. All right. I'm I'm not gonna stand on this auction block too long. Oh God. Um, but I you know I'm gonna stand here. You feel me? I'm gonna be here. Okay. Yes. All right. So listen, the eighties is a special time. Because it's the, it's the era where horror experimented, and it got really good. I mean, just remember, in the 80s, we got Freddy, Jason, and Chucky, and Hellraiser. That all happened in the 80s. And Life Force. Don't ask me why. And Life Force. Jesus Christ. You're so back to your point. Back to your point. Anyway, fucking Christ. You just, you know, we just, also got Hellraiser. I said Hellraiser. Listen, just <laughs> to be having a nice day, and then a motherfucker looks you in your face and bring up Life Force. That's a miserable, yo, you're the real, yo. <laughs> you're a fucking, you're a fucking terror, you understand? I'm a monster. I you're know. a fucking terror. But a lot of good fucking aliens. Aliens, there we go. That's Predator, me. all that That's happened in the 80s. Job. So, hell, even Terminator, which I've been having a lot of conversations, is low-key a sci-fi slasher film. It's just a slasher film. He does not it's move. It's, not, it's less Actually, of a killer robot film. It's a slasher film with guns. Yes. He gives so much Michael Myers vibes in those movies. So, like, that's what the 80s was. The 80s was the horror movie renaissance. The 90s was, like, when pop culture, uh, we were ingrained forever. I mean, we got ingrained in pop culture because of, like, Freddie and Jason. But the way pop culture accepted us in the 90s because of shit like Scream, it was beautiful. Remember, at one time, children had embraced horror. Uh, on all, this all the 90s. Um, goosebumps. Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Tales Are you afraid of the dark? Tales uh, from the dark side. Uh, the Outer Limits made a return. The Outer Limits. Um, Even in the early 2000s, Twilight Zone made a return. Twilight Zone was in syndication still, and then they made another return in the 2000s. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Horror has gone through different renaissance, and I think the 2010s did a good job of making horror scary. Again. The 2000s was a bad decade. Bad decade. Bad decade. Uh-huh. You know what you did, 2000s. You know what you did. Bad dog. They know what they did last summer. Another of them. You know those movies. It's, it's, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. And the third one is called I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. And I always told Remember people. Remember last summer? The fourth one is going to be like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Stop let me look this up before I hurt my own feelings. Uh-huh. So, um, horror has gone through some instant renaissance. I think with movies like Insidious and Conjuring, we got a new type of like jump scare, ghost exorcism genre. You know, I, there's a lot of things explored in the 2010s, and there's a lot. Of, we got a lot of good horror. Horror is in a good place. Oh, thank it, God there was only it three came out, movies. and I was like, oh, solid. But none of American Horror Story, great show, for the most part. Anyway, the lot horror genre has seen a lot of great things happen in the last decade. Yes. What I love about Mike Flanagan is, if I told you that horror was valid drama and beauty 
and great acting and dialogue and highly cinematic, you'd probably look at me like I was crazy. But no, horror is all these things. And I'm not saying Mike Flanagan. Isn't that how horror actually started? Yes. And it's, it's, it's like, it's beautiful again. Like, bro, like, I don't know, yo, I don't know if you watched The Haunting, uh, uh, the haunting of Hill House. Um, that shit is amazing. It's been a while since I've seen um, it. it. It, yo, Midnight Mass, the way it's filmed, the dialogue. This, this man is a, 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 this man is an artist, bro. Like, this shit is better than most dramas that come the fuck out. Follow the House of Usher. I was like, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever watched, both stylistically, shot for shot, character for character. I love it. I, I think Mike Flanagan's a fucking genius. Doctor Sleep. The sequel to The Shining. First of all, the the nuts, the cojones that you have to have to be like, I'm gonna fucking actually make this sequel to The Shining. I mean, Stephen King wrote the book, but like, still yeah. like to make it like, oh, and he did a great fucking job. He's a he's a master. Hush. I don't know if you ever seen Hush. It's a slasher film. No. So it's about this crazy killer. He's in the woods. He's a psychopath. Um, the actor who plays him, uh, I don't know his name, but I've seen him in a couple things. Um, he's he's fucking great. Um, he was in that Bilko Experiment movie. I think he was the main character in Bilko Experiment. Oh my god! Um, yeah, you know what I'm, you know about that movie? It's crazy. Yeah, I know about that movie because that was when I found out Orion was still in business. You are hilarious, and mm-hmm. I love it. I was like, they're the only studio that could have made that movie. Hopefully, I want y'all to get that. That's a deep cut. That was good. It yes. So uh, Belko. So anyway, um, he's he gets to this house in the woods, and there's this woman who lives in the house, but she's deaf. And he's literally behind her, like, with his knife, like, mocking or making noises, screaming. She can't hear anything. And he's kind of like, oh, this is about to be enjoyable. Oh I've never God. got to torture a deaf woman. Oh, my God. And then he just starts fucking going crazy. Mike Flanagan bodied that movie. So, like, I love that the, that horror has become high art again. Um, even, like, with movies like uh, X and then the prequel to X, which is Pearl. Um, so X is crazy ass fucking psycho slasher film. I love it. It's amazing. It's oh. fucking stupid good. But then Pearl got all these reviews, and I was like, okay, let me see what this. So I watched Pearl, and I get it. Never, uh, the guy who's about to play Superman plays in Pearl, by the way. Mm. Um, never in the horror genre have you had a monologue that was beautiful enough to be taught in theater classes. The character Pearl. It, the, first of all, you, you've seen the mind of a serial killer, but they're also, like, silent men who just stab people or people who go mad. Like, no, like, there's this scene where she's just vulnerable. Mia Goth plays the role. She plays uh, different characters in both X and Pearl. And Mia Goth, what she, the emotion she brings to it, the acting of it, it's – I remember watching it, and I was like, horror movies don't do this. Anymore. Yeah, it's like – People don't, people don't act this well in horror. You gotta remember, back in the day, if you were in a horror movie, you Vincent got Price was doing like horror. Facts. Like that was the type of level that was the standard for most stuff. And then it got to the eighties, and then people like like a uh, homeboy who played Doctor Loomis, and um, he he had played in many films before Halloween. He had played uh, Blofeld and one of the Bond films, and he was drinking on the set of Halloween. He's like, yeah, that's the end of my career. I'm doing films like this. That shit was a hit. He had no idea. The woman who played Pamela Voorhees, she's another. She was a big actress too. Yeah. And she was like, "Yo, like this is gonna be the end of my career." Not knowing that these horror movies would be a kind of a. And that was the thing about a lot of actors or actresses back then. Like even a couple in that did Star Wars didn't think that this was going to be what it is today. Facts. Confusing. But 
the success that it became. Like if Silence of the Lambs didn't get made, and that was they thought they weren't going to be successful on that. Yo, that is and a that's being taught movie. in film classes to that this day. That shit was nominated. Didn't did it win Best Picture? Or was it just nominated? Uh, let me double check on that one. Uh, yeah, I know. think it was just nominated. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was nominated. I think Unforgiven or Driving Miss Daisy won Best Picture. What the? Uh, hold on. Uh, I, I I have to look this up because I swear. Um. Okay, because it was in '92. Um, let me see what they actually won. Cause I'm up here looking at um all their nominations. I'm not looking up their People's Choice Awards. I know we noticed that. Um, no, they won Best Picture. Holy shit! Yep, they did win Best Picture. Holy fucking Christ! Yeah, and um, let's see. Um, and Silence of the Land became the third film in the Academy history to win the Big Five, which I think is um best. Um, best picture, picture, best director, best acting, picture. producing, screenwriting, and um, yeah, because um, it won for producing, directing, acting, and screenwriting, and the one before that was um, it happened one night and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Two artists. two amazing films. By Those the are way. the two that um won the big five. Two there, amazing films in their way. year. But um, yeah. So for me, um, we get into these horror movie recommendations, um. Director, the I, I I say just go 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 binge watch all Mike Flanagan shit on Netflix. I'm doing that. Oh yeah, and best sound. Um, it's interesting. I um I'm about to start this Goosebumps. I'm hearing good things about this Goosebumps series. Yeah, I kind of wish they um used the theme in some fashion, but I might have to watch it a bit more because I I just want it for nostalgia's sake. But if it's just the Goosebumps you're giving to the newer generations, fine. In the 2020s, if you can't have what you want for nostalgia's sake, are we in the fucking 2020s? Because this 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 era is running on nostalgia. It it started out in 20. I would say as best as 2017. It's it's been powered by nostalgia, but after like the the great sit-in of 2020, now they're actually doing nostalgia right, or they're giving us better than what they did. Where they just kind of depended on just the fan base to come see it, the and great they put whatever in. Of 2020 is exactly what it is we call. That is what I will call it. Um, so any other way. Okay, we'll... so if you're looking for like, so I'm gonna give you recommendation and everything. So, uh, Harvard shows just call Mike Flanagan. But if if you don't want a Mike Flanagan, another high art, um, Castle Rock. It's on Hulu. Oh my god. There's only two seasons. Yeah. And it's not by Stephen King, but no. it's just by Stephen King fans. It blends multiple Stephen King stories with multiple Stephen King characters. Like, it's fucking insane. It's all in this town called Castle Rock, which used to be like Stephen King's like film company and shit. They made movies like Needful Things, and um, in the you meet uh, Jackie. Um, it's like she's the niece of um, Jack Nicholson's character from The Shining. Ooh, and she's she's had a minor role in the shit. But there's a there's an episode where she does something that calls back to The Shining, and it's just if you're a Stephen King fan, then I I don't know why you haven't watched Castle Rock yet. It's really amazing. Um, season two drags. I don't like the change they made to Salem's Lot, but I, I would just prefer Vampires, you know. But um, it's worth it for uh, Shorty who plays in that. Her performance uh, as Annie from uh, Misery. Yeah, that shit is worth it. She 
she bodies that in a way that's amazing. So that's if you want shows. I say Mike Flanagan, Castle Rock. If you want something not as slow pacey, I would say From. From is frightening as fuck. I don't know if you've watched From. I have not, but I've heard of it. Frightening as fuck. Is that on Amazon? I don't know what the fuck it's on. I bought it. I had to go buy it on my Voodoo. Jesus. Um, At first I was watching it on Amazon, and then it just stopped being on Amazon, so I bought it on my Voodoo. Um, Holy shit. That's all I got to say about From. Holy shit. I don't even want to, I want to talk about it because I don't want to spoil nothing. Just watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know what it's from. Just just, have, just watch it and have your shit scared out of you. Um, So that that's for shows. Um, I, I heard Chapel Weight is good. It's now on MGM Plus and oh, yeah. other premium subscription versions. So yeah, it's out there. Yeah, um, amazing. Um, yeah, I can't remember seeing trailers for um, from. There's a, um, I've heard that new Saw movie is magnificent. Saw so, X. Yeah, Saw X is magnificent. So... Um, if y'all want to watch that, I would, I have nothing against that. There is this movie that came out on, I believe it was Amazon Prime. It is called Totally Killer. It stars, it stars Kiernan Shipka, who played uh, Sabrina. Yeah. In, um, um, the Netflix series. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a, it's time travel. It's fun. It's a slasher film. It's stupid. It's a good fucking time. If you haven't watched Terrifier 1 and 2... You need to. You need to. They're not exactly scary, but Jesus Christ. It can be for the second one. Yes. I'm going to say that. And also, at the time of this recording, if you probably... This will definitely be up by the time you can hear this. But most theaters are going to be doing a limited engagement um, November 1st. And they're they're set to show a teaser for Terrifier 3 in it. Yes, at the end, and I just I just want you to know, like, if you really think you a horror fan, gore and shit, Terrifier will test you. Terrifier is like, oh, Terrifier one will test you. Terrifier two will begin like, like you saw the first one, right? Oh, you didn't? Oh, guess now you got to deal with it. Yeah, so like for me, if you're a high gore fan, you want to see that. I suggest Terrifier, Terrifier two, high gore, high disgusting, high gore, like gore porn's porn. Facts. That's um, what this is. Believe it or not, Tubi, while it has some of the worst black films ever, has some great horrors on there. So Tubi's definitely like I think they're hiding the good shit by burying it with the most recent shit. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's how I found Malcolm and Eddie on there, and I've been watching that, and I've been enjoying myself. <laughs> Back so, to the horror movie. Uh, I had to delete my Shutter app. I'm going through broke times, so I'm a little hurt about it. But I deleted my Shutter app. But on Shudder, they have this movie. This is just for, this is not because you want a good movie. This is good. If you want ridiculous, Psycho Goreman is ridiculous upon ridiculous. It's got the graphics of a bad Power Rangers episode. It looks like, a, it looks like, a, what, what's that, what's that, what's that cartoon? Ultraman. Oh. It, it looks like Ultraman. But it's like gory and violent and alien action. Yo, it's why fucking, does this look like the backstory to the creeper? It's really fucking great. Um, Yo. And if you're not going to watch Psycho Goreman, there's this movie called Christmas Bloody Christmas about this animatronic Santa. Yo, that Psycho Goreman has action figures. There, there's an animatronic Santa that goes on a killing spree. Um, Christmas Ooh. Bloody Christmas is one of my favorite slasher movies. Futurama do episodes where they had a canonical murdering Santa. Yes, but now you can see the movie, and I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, it's really fucking stupid, but um, it, I didn't watch the movie because I thought it was the next fucking um, 
Godfather. It is really entertaining, though. The kills are solid as fuck. Um, as oh, a matter shit. of fact, the director of that, uh, Joe Bakejos, he is fucking incredible. Um, he's and the whole time he's a robot. <laughs> it, it's, he's fucking incredible. He made this movie, Bliss, which is one of the best fucking vampire films of all time. Cocaine turns you into vampires. A cocaine that turns you into a vampire. Just remember that. There is also, and you happen to say this, because, um, yeah. There's a DC villain whose power comes from altered cocaine. He's only appeared one time in comics. And his name was Snowflake. That is... That is the deepest of cuts, and I can't believe you helped me bring that back to my memory. I'm happy about that. He also made this movie about VFW, about these veterans stuck in this bar having to fight people off. It's really great. So, yeah, Joe, I just want to say I appreciate you, Joe Bagos. Movie director, he's made a lot of. He made Christmas Bloody Christmas, Bliss, VFW. Motherfucker is a monster. Um, yeah. So like, those are some of my horror picks for October. Enjoy yourself. Um, also, Mandy, if you want to see fucking uh, Nicholas Cage just get revenge on a psycho cult of demon worshippers, because who doesn't want to see that? Um, Hulu just uploaded Rose Red, which is classic Stephen King. It's it's beautiful. Um, Storm of the Century is also on Hulu, so go look that the fuck up. Um, if you really want to get your Stephen King on, get your Stephen King on, get your Stephen King on, get your Sting. Anyway, I need help. So, yeah, those are my motherfucking picks. And, of course, as always, the thing. Holy shit. They actually did have Snowflame appear, like, two more times in recent times. Like, in 2020's Catwoman, he died in that issue. And then the last time he appears is in a Peacemaker comic book where he kills them off himself. Every, I mean, I don't see how a character named Snowflame could live long and shit like that. Um, but when Snowflame buys cocaine, um, even his character has to ask, where the fuck is Vision? Where is he? Where is he? Secret Wars, gone. No Vision. Nope. We are now on Loki, three episodes in. No Vision. No time zone where there's a Vision. Where the fuck is Vision? We do not know. Where the fuck is the actor who played him? Where is Paul Bettany? Paul Bettany, are you okay? Please contact us. Somehow. Please, God, Paul Bettany. We are on all of these streaming platforms, even the white ones. Disney overlords, you sick bastards. Release Paul Bettany to us. Okay, he was in Solo. Come on, So what? I mean, there was a lot of people in Solo. Let Paul Bettany the fuck go. We need Paul Bettany. Okay, y'all don't want him as they Vision. They're making us wait for Vision. If we had to wait for Tom Cruise's Iron Man for this long, people would have rioted by now. Also, can I say, MCU, that to me has become one of your glaring problems. How long it takes y'all to have reoccurring characters. You do remember that you are an extended universe, right? When's the last time you even heard another movie mentioned or TV show mentioned the Eternals. There is a giant fucking god sticking out of the ocean. Namor has not brought it up. It did not come up in Secret Wars. Loki has not it brought it up. It didn't come up in Black Panther. It didn't come You would have thought it would have came up in Secret Wars. Nothing. Nothing. The, the Kree came up so many times there. Where the fuck is Shang-Chi? Where is where is our where is Marvel's uh, Luke Cage? Kate Bishop is like 30 now. Where is she? That is a. Where are these people? You gotta bring them back. That's the prestige, bitch. <laughs> oh you gotta goodness. bring them to turn the pledge, the 
prestige, bitch. You gotta bring it back. You oh understand? You, like you like peep, right? Iron Man come out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Here come Nick Fury. At the end of Hulk, here come Iron Man. Iron Man two come out. Well, there goes Nick Fury. And oh, is that Black yeah. Widow? Yes, it is. At the end of Iron Man two, here come Thor. At the end, oh, is that Coulson in all these movies? What? In Thor, hey, is that Hawkeye? At the end of motherfucking Thor, oh, Loki's around, okay, and Nick Fury's around, cool. Then Captain America comes out, and it's like, oh, okay, there's everybody I need to see. Everyone and except Vision. Every fucking body except Vision. Now it's Vision. just like, after the snap, we just can't keep track of anyone. This shit is sick to me. You are an extended universe. Extend extended your universe. Multiverse. Extended, goddammit! Connect! Would, you would think they would. But uh, stick around as we share our list of Halloween recommendations to pretty much bring in your holiday. I don't know what we would title that. Like, uh, What the Fear or something? This is brought to you by Hinge. This is definitely brought The app that was made to be deleted. Oh, my goodness. It's, it, it's it not is. actually, but I hopefully if I just say these things no, enough, these people will find No, there is us. actually a dating app called Hinge, and the goal is for you to delete the app. Oh, no, I know that. I just hope I, they're not really funding us, but I really not hope if I just say all these things that they'll just fund us. Like, I'm drinking this cool, refreshing Coca-Cola right now. Mm. That's me pouring it into my cup. Mm. I didn't know you poured it into a light bulb. Yes. Uh, That's exactly what that sounds like. Uh, your morning ain't so tough when Coke is in your... Fuck, that's the wrong company. <laughs> nope. Folgers is selling them crystals, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, we're, stick around as we're going to give you some Halloween tips for this year or whenever you happen to listen to it. Probably in the fallout because we told you so. Because you didn't find Vision. You fucking couldn't find us. You At fuckers. All. Stick around. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler? Yeah, something like that. We're just yelling out Which stuff. Which is crazy because in my head I saw Brendan Fraser. <laughs> and I forgot Brendan Fraser. Brendan name. Fraser could be in the Star Jammer. Brendan Fraser is in the fucking Star Jammer. Do you understand me? Brendan Fraser is the Star Jammer. Of course. Brendan Fraser, if he's not a Star Jammer, his whole career would be different. Probably. Not in Star. Them not making the Star Jammer ruined Hollywood. Definitely. 